welcome to episode five of the Leader Lounge with the Robert D. Walter Center for Strategic Leadership. I said it right that time. Absolutely. That was it's a mouthful it though. I feel mouthful. like we need to shorten that before we put on the I know, we description. Do. Awesome. And we're here today with Maggie. Maggie, I'm gonna butcher your last name. What's what's your last name? Karagosian. Karagosian. It's Armenian. Armenian. Yes. I like it a lot. That's fantastic. Yeah. And also joined, of course, by Dr. Amy Taylor Bianco. So this entire podcast is really focused on like the OU experience revolving around the MSM program and then also the Walter Strategic Leadership Center. So can you run me through your journey that got you to this chair? today sure um so i am um, i'm a bobcat alum i graduated last april oh you oh yeah um oh you oh yeah and um <laughs> i so i started here in 2018 i was a double major so i was in the honors tutorial college in their journalism program and then halfway through my sophomore year i took an economics class and i was like this is pretty cool <laughs> and so then i just added it as a major and uh, I remember my advisor saying, are you sure you want to add one like this close to grad? Like you're halfway there. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. Like, why not? Well, I'm here anyway. Might I know. As well I'm out. here. Right. Like, um, and that actually was really helpful because I got to tie that into my my thesis for journalism. Oh, cool. And I probably wouldn't have been able to figure out how to run all of that regression myself. So it was good that I took the classes that taught me how to do it. Absolutely. Um, so that was my education. Um, and while I was here, I was a student tour guide all four years. Um, loved it. Super fun. It was uh, it was a lot of meeting new people. And mm -hmm. it was also a lot of learning because I did that through the pandemic. Right. So it was giving campus tours on Zoom, which was really interesting. Is that really a thing you all did? It was a thing. It was like, we have a company that does like virtual tours for us and you can click through it almost like Google Maps. Oh, uh, okay, sure. So it was me clicking through it, but then you got to hear my voice over it and then answer all of the questions. But that was really fun. It was for the first like two months. And then I was like, <laughs> I want to be back on College Green. Like I want to go walk around. Um, and really loved higher ed. And working in that, there's always new people coming in, you know, it's like there's new students, there's new faculty, new staff, like there's this constant like new group of people to meet and get to know and people who are going to do really great things for the university. And I just really loved that mm -hmm. environment and so wanted to stay. And I, I work here now um, in our uh, alumni association and development and um I'm in the MSM. So a lot of, lot of OU going through me. Yeah, There's... seriously. You were, again, I think you made the joke earlier that if you fell and skid your knee, you'd bleed green. Yeah, I would bleed green. Absolutely. Like everywhere. <laughs> but it's great. That's awesome. Now, why the MSM program? It's a really great question. So I, uh, you know, total transparency had never heard of it. It was, I think when you job, look at... Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> when you look at like grad school, you know, it's, if you want to stay in, in something business, it's usually an MBA or, you know, there were a few, I looked at the the master's in higher ed, and then we have the college student personnel degree here as well. Um, and what I really thought was neat about the MSM, I talked to a, um, a football player who was in the program, and he was like, oh, yeah, I have this certificate and this certificate, and by the time I'm done, I'll have this too, and then I get the full degree. And the way that you're like building, whoops, building on it, um, and you get to do all of those certificates and, and really concentrate in something and then have that culminating degree, I just thought was was new right. and, and not something that I had seen anywhere else that I had looked. Um, and for what I do professionally, 
Um, a lot of, of development and fundraising work is similar to sales. There's, mm-hmm. there's things that are the same and things that aren't, but being able to, you know, have a, a sales certificate and focus on that, um, while also having this degree that's teaching about management and working with teams and leading teams and, and just different personality styles that you're going to work with, I thought was really cool. So that's what kind of sucked me in. And Dr. B, that was by design, right? When you went and designed that, you were trying to get all those certificates in there. Absolutely. So we were trying to get in um, different certificates that you could put together to really um, fill, you know, kind of open job positions. So disparate things, right? Unlike things to put together. So it's not two master's degrees because we probably don't need two master's degrees, although maybe we do. I mean, I'm Um, I'll keep going until I stop. I mean, I might be that person. But, uh, But the skills that we need usually come from different areas. Areas. So it's like walking those boundaries. So you're doing um, as your certificates, um, you're in management and leadership now, but then you're doing sales mm-hmm. and, you and then, know, um, human resources, human resources. Okay, great. And where else could you take like, sales and human resources right. together? Really important, um, oh, yeah. really great combination, but probably just not offered. No, no. And thing and there are things that you don't think of in terms of your education. Like when you're, when you, I always joked with students when I was a tour guide, I was like, when you're in high school, you're under this impression that you can be a teacher or a doctor or a lawyer and like, that's it. And then you get to college and you're like, oh, there's so many different things that I can do. Like, you don't realize that you can be the person who's out there studying criminals and what their thoughts were and and doing the psychology of that. Like, people don't realize that that's an option. Mm -hmm. And when you think of grad school, you don't think oh, what if I really want to focus on HR? What am I going to do? But having those skills to be able to take into your career is invaluable. It's it's perfect. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was just, I mean, it's it's something that not a lot of people are going to have, and I get to have that, which is really neat. It's great. For sure. And looking at the, you, your two courses then? Is that what I heard earlier? Yeah, two courses. So which which have you taken so far? So I took Dr. B's class at the at the very beginning. So it was Individuals and teams. Yes, thank you. I was like, it's 5001. I don't remember that full name. And then I took um, 5003, um, which was... With Dr. Chimeli? Yes, I can't remember. What, again, uh, I'm decision. bad with course Managerial yeah. decisions. There we yeah. go. See, this is why I have you two here to fill me in. Yeah, on absolutely. The, the I know, the things are so much uh, less important than the content. <laughs> um, so yeah, two courses and just finished up the, the last one about a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, they were, I mean, I really enjoyed your class. Like it was, I, so I went to a conference in December, Mm. um, and they had this whole workshop that was for people who were new to the profession. So Mm -hmm. if you were new to fundraising, alumni relations, whatever, they had it specifically for us. And Mm. we varied in ages. You know, there were folks who were fresh out of college. There were folks who made a, a career change 20 years in, and, um, we took a disc assessment. Mm. And so we were looking at, these different um, these different t- ways that people operate in the workplace. And what they ended up doing was splitting us up into our groups. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am an ID. Me so too. I was at the loud oh, table um, in the back where everybody was, like, cheering and having yeah. a lot of fun. The C's are over in their the corner. The C's are in the like, corner. The and, like, the S's are just watching. Yeah. <laughs> and then the D's, all of their hands shot up, and they're looking at each other like, I want to talk to right, you. I want to like, you. What I'm, do you mean I'm the spokesperson. I am the main character. Exactly. Right. Um, and that was really neat because I was there with two colleagues and um, one was a C and one was a D and I was ID. And so we were all different 
And um, as they're going through reading through all of these things, I'm like, yep, that's how that person operates. Like 100%, I get that. And so then when I started your class and we're looking at like, these are how different people operate in these different environments. I was like, whoa, it's connecting to the real world. Like it's coming all the way around. And I must have I must have driven my coworkers crazy because I was like last night in class I learned about this and yeah. you're doing this today and um, we talked about like meetings and and yeah. how we have so many meetings now no, it's, it's like yeah. everybody you know you're on for thirty minutes and you get a ten minute break and you have another meeting and another yeah. meeting and it's like there's got to be a purpose behind this and I'm reading about it in class and I would right. love to tell you what my thoughts are um, oh, that's so, so that good. was really cool that's amazing yeah. now looking at 5003 then so that uh, was Glenn's course as well which you like better I'm just kidding <laughs> so I have to ask though because we just talked about this with the life raft who did you save do you remember did you oh, have to do the life raft goodness. thing I did do the life draft thing I cannot for life you remember <sighs> I want to say I saved the married couple because all I could think of was they had children the kids, at home who right? were going to be orphaned Same. and I was like they got to be saved and then um I think I saved the I saved the convict who was the only one who knew how, how to, to steer the ship. Because otherwise, yeah. they're all going to drift off and die anyway. So, like, you might as well have somebody who can at least bring you back. Oh. Um, and maybe I saved the doctor, and then there was one more that you saved as well. It, and it cracks me up because I I've done obviously. So I have, I have three courses left in the MSM program. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of homework. I've done a lot of work. I don't think I've spent more time agonizing about something than Agreed. that one thing. And I'm gonna, it's the smallest little Excel document ever, but yeah. I'm literally laying in bed at 3 a.m. being like, yeah, but that nurse, like she's addicted to drugs, but is that that bad? Right. right? Like, she okay. can help people. Right. But at the same time, she <laughs> has the no medical drugs experience. On the boat, right. So it's like, like she's going to. Okay. So I'm like, unless she's having issues, I'm like, why am I thinking about this at 3 a.m.? <laughs> right. But it challenges your thinking. Right. Yeah. And that's the entire course is just about challenging your thinking. Yeah. So I know you're not super far into it yet, but what's your MSM experience been like so far? far overall i mean it's been so coming into a program that is um that is this kind of virtual there's some hybrid Mm -hmm. components but you're you're online um i was under the impression that it was like asynchronous you're not really talking to anybody like you log on you do your work you turn it in you call it a day um and both of these classes that i've taken so far have had an a virtual component where we're actually sitting and talking to each other um, and 5003, we had a group project to, mm-hmm. to work on. And I got to know three of my classmates who I probably wouldn't have talked to mm-hmm. otherwise because I'm just not the type of person to send an email and be like, if you would ever like to chat about class, like happy to do it. <laughs> I, I am just kind of like, I, I just don't do that. And so you're a high D personality. Yeah, but that's why we'll that later. I know that's what they said at the conference. They were like, so all of my eyes, you guys were super excited for networking. Right. And I was like, no, I wasn't. No, the D is but like, networks like a waste yeah. of time. Yeah. I was just, it's not for me. Um, but yeah, just, so getting to know all of them and, and what their different experiences, and we all have different jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we varied in age. Um, there were, there was another bobcat in there and her and I overlapped a little bit in undergrad, but we never knew each other. Um, and it was just that kind of collaboration was not something I thought I was going to get out of this program. Mm-hmm. I really thought that it was going to be individualized and, and you're just, you know, working on it yourself, but looking back on it, it makes sense, right? We're talking about teams. We're talking about working with other people. Of course, you're going to have that. Mm-hmm. You're going to need to have that interaction, um, and so that's been one of the biggest takeaways for me was just 
you're meeting people online, like who you've never talked to before, which can kind of sound creepy, but it's like, and then you're just working with them and, and, you know, putting a lot of energy into a project. And I was really proud of the, the project that we ended up, um, sharing too. So it was just, it was unexpected, but it was, I think, really beneficial to the learning process overall. Nice. Now, I know you picked up, what's your two certificates again? So sales and HR. Why'd you pick those? So I picked sales because of my job. I mm-hmm. thought that it made sense to um, at least have somewhat of that foundation. I wasn't in the Shea as an undergrad. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother is in the Shea right now, and he no, has all the him. cool sweatshirts, and I, I'll have to steal one from him <laughs> at some point and just pretend. Um but I thought that that would be really beneficial. And then what I ended up doing um, as I was going through to pick um, to pick my other one, I talked to my supervisor and was like, okay, if you are looking at a job application, what would you want to see mm-hmm. on, on you know, a resume? Um, and talked to quite a few people at work. And I think that... Um, so like data, data is not my strong suit. I am more of a calculus girly than a statistics girly. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to jump into crunching a lot of numbers and, and analyzing all of that. Um, and as I, as I talked to more people and kind of narrowed it down, I was like, okay, HR, I think having a foundation in that mm-hmm. and just being able to understand it mm-hmm. at a basic level and then go forward from there is, is extremely helpful in a career you're never not going to deal with hr you're never not going to deal with people like they are always there um i've served on uh search committees at work and Mm -hmm. being able to i haven't taken an hr class yet but being able to learn about that hands-on here are the questions you can ask in interviews here's what you should be doing to make sure that it's a blind process and you're you're evaluating everybody equally um I think that it will translate really well into the into those courses and certificate because you can cross education and career and see how you can apply that mm-hmm. like um, hands on. Absolutely, it's yeah. huge. And Dr. B, what kind of questions you got? I just, I'm excited for you to do the HR certificate because I think it's going to be interesting. Um, it's really strategic HR, so it's people that all have 20 to 25 years of work experience that are are teaching it and just came back to be professors. So I'm really curious too to see what you see as the relationship with HR and sales. Mm-hmm. Um, but you mentioned um, some of the like most surprising things about the program before and that interaction. Was that a good surprise or was that a not? Um, like how did you, how did you feel about that? Cause you could, right. Not go Absolutely. like, and just, you could just do your thing and get through the program right? or you could create those relationships and go to those things. So how, how did it how right. play out for you? Um, so your class having the, the Wednesday night meetings, it worked pretty well for my schedule. You know, I'm done at work at five. I go home, I eat dinner and I log Don't on class. for class yeah. Yeah. and it was great. Um, the class that I just wrapped up, we did the same thing. So we had that seven mm-hmm. o'clock class, um, but we had the group project. And by some unlucky draw, <laughs> um, it was myself and one of my classmates is outside of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And then one of them is in Texas. So she's in central time. Mm-hmm. And one of them is in New Mexico. So oh he's my in mountain time. Yeah. Talk about like schedule chaos. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the ones who are in Texas and New Mexico, they work um, 10 hour shifts. And so they're, I mean, they yeah. were both off on Fridays, which was really helpful for getting everybody together. But that meant I was logging on at like 830 at right. night because yes. that's when it, it actually lined up. Um, 
I'm not going to say I was thrilled about that. Like, that was not the most exciting right. part. Um, but as we got through the project and you get through the awkward, like small talk phases of trying to somewhat get to know each other and then working, um, it was a lot easier because you're like, oh, no, I get to talk to Aaron and Allie and Deborah tonight about, you know, this project that we're working on and pulling it all together. So it was a surprise. And at first I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Like, yeah, we no, couldn't I have all understand. plugged in zip codes before we understand. ran all of this together. Um, but then once you start to get into it, it was fun. And and like I said, I was really proud of the project that we did. Yeah. And I don't think it would have – it definitely would have been a different experience with with other um, group members because we – so the project that we did was um, – our decision was to keep a rental property or to sell it. Oh, okay. And it was just – you know, you're, you're talking about a real-life scenario. Yeah. And, and um, it was based on one of my classmates – former experiences with selling a house we get into these presentations and i have classmates who are talking about like the coo made this decision and the plant blew up and 24 people died would you have made the same decision and i was like, like we could have gone way further with this <laughs> really had some sort of surprise effect um but but yeah, they were they were a great. Yeah. Group. And I, I think it's really interesting because I remember that the first breakout we did was the toast conversation. I think oh, that was yes. like literally episode one yes. of your and you put me with Jason or the, the algorithm. <laughs> put me with Jason Radcliffe and uh Mo Molly? She was she's under Molly. her Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So and with Molly in one small group together too. And we bonded like in, in the five minute breakout we have and we got a, a text chat on our phones and it's live to this day. <laughs> wow. Like, wow. But again, it's it's less less focus, more gossipy now about right. each other's life. But you can form relationships. And for yeah. me, that I think that was the most surprising thing about the MSM program is I like you was like, okay, online class, log on, do the work, log off. Right. right? But the more that I got involved with it, the more I heard other people talk and I just sent a message on Teams or whatever. And then suddenly you start to build these relationships. Right. And I was really surprised about how you can build relationships virtually. And that was a huge wake up call for me because I was like, I'm never I'm like, I, I did not get involved with this to make friends, but I did very quickly. Right. It's very interesting. So. Yeah. Any other things you want to hit on? I know you got like less than a minute. Yeah. Um, what would you tell somebody who's trying to decide whether this program is for them? You know, we're, we're talking about them about the program and they're just trying to decide like whether to do it or not. Um, what would you what would you have them think about or what would you tell them about your experience? That's a good question. Um, I think one of the things I always did as a um, as a tour guide was I would go to like the online catalog where it's like mm -hmm. this is the class. This yes. is the degree program you're in. Here's every class you're going to have to take. Here's what your electives are. Mm -hmm. For me, that was really helpful because I can go, okay, this is what I'm going to be actually working with every semester. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of the MSM and if you just read the word management, you're not getting the gist of what the program right. is. That's like that's point. very overarching. It sums it all up, but that's not the specifics that we need management to be like an acronym for something. I think then it would that's really great, that's but then it would be the MSMAN and then you know people <laughs> wouldn't really get too far into that what's your degree in msmang right like <laughs> just it'd be like what is that oh that's a long story um but actually sitting down and looking at the classes and saying is this something that's going to be interesting for me mm -hmm. as i work through the program you want to have things where you where it piques your interest and you can say okay taking that class i think is going to be really fun and it will apply to 
X component. You know, if you're mm-hmm. a, a psychology major in undergrad, then 5003 is probably going to be a really cool cl- class for you. Right. Um, or if you never got to take a psychology class and you think that that decision making and that behavior is interesting, okay, like this is going to also be really be cool for you. Right. Um, so looking at what those different breakdowns are and, and um, what the program has to offer um, I think is the best way to, and then talk to other students who are in it right now and who can say, this is what I've experienced. You know, you can't, you can't learn everything about it on the internet. Mm. You can't ask AI <laughs> to tell you if you should take the, the classes or not. Um, so talking to people who are experiencing it is probably a, a really great way to. Or listen to a podcast. Or listen to a podcast. Just saying a pretty cool podcast. I think we just came up with your advertisement for I the podcast. I think we did. We're just going to go and mic we'll drop just there. snippet that. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to share about your experience or anything else with OU? Um, I don't know. Can I just drop a Go Bobcats and we'll, Absolutely. we'll call that just after? Dr- yeah. OU, oh yeah. OU, oh yeah. Rock it's on. wonderful.